Hello everybody, thank you very much for downloading this week's episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. This is just to let you know that the Cinema Catch-Up Club has an official Patreon page. If you'd like to become an official member of the club and get some bonus goodies, including early access material and bonus features only available to our patrons, then please join up at patreon.com forward slash ccuc podcast. And now for this week's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host Stephen Platt, thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week, it's Thanksgiving! The American version. Sorry, Canadians, yours has already been. Uh, American Thanksgiving. It's a holiday that we in Australia don't celebrate. Just putting it out there. We don't really celebrate it. We're vaguely aware of it. It's, you know, it's a fun compound word. But we thought, for once, let's ask you, the viewers at home, for a Thanksgiving film. What's a film with some Thanksgiving in it that we should review? And you picked Adam's Family Values. So thank you, because uh, I'm looking forward to re-watching this one. Uh, joining me, as always, we have someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen the film, it's Murray Jackson. Hello, Stephen. Great to be here in my house watching this film. Indeed. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, um, I suppose uh, I should be thinking of something to be thankful for. Well, Maybe I'm thankful for watching this film, Stephen. We'll indeed. see. <laughs> well, you haven't seen this. Have you seen any Adams Family film versions? Look, I'm not sure. I, I Look, I can't recall having watched them, which may or may not be a good thing. I mean, these films are now, what, roughly 30 years old? Mm-hmm. Um, which you know surprised the heck out of my wife when I said that she 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 said she had memories of seeing it as a as an adult. I said no, darling, you you didn't see it as an adult. Uh, little Christina Ritchie, who's now um, you know forty something year old Christina Ritchie, was just a little kid when when she made these films. So, Indeed. Uh, now this this particular one because uh, it's the second of those two um, main Adams Family films, uh, nineteen ninety three. 1993. Well, there we go. Yeah, it is almost 30 years. Yeah. Um, but look, uh, Sterling cast in the film, so I'm looking forward to uh, to, to being entertained. Um, didn't even really watch the, the, the TV series when I was a kid, to be honest. Um, More of a Munsters fan? I'm not actually sure that Adam's Family got a run in New Zealand. It might have done at some stage, but um, yeah. It's, I just don't have any great memories of having much to do with Adam's family. That's okay. It's it's a nice blankish slate uh, as we come into this. Uh, luckily, we have someone who has seen this film. Uh, welcome to the program, Dr. Carmen Dolly. Hello, Stephen. How, How are, you, are you? I'm I'm great. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, and you have seen this film. I have. In a vague, non-spoilery sort of way, what can people like Murray and others who have not seen this film uh, expect? Um, a wonderful cast, chewing the scenery to exactly the right amount it's wonderful it's 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 a lot of fun and i mean i know it's not really murray's not very much a family movie guy i I would think that's fair to say but i I think you'll you'll have fun with this so you you're saying it won't be a thanksgiving turkey hopefully not Um, no no there is a thanksgiving turkey yeah yeah (laughs) i i thought it was really interesting that the audience picked this film um because it 
it isn't really a film about Thanksgiving, and but but it kind of turns out there aren't that many. Films yeah, there's about not a lot of Thanksgiving films though, really. Yeah, a lot of the films that were suggested were things like Knives Out, mm. which um, you know is not about Thanksgiving, but kind of features in it. Um, and so, yeah, I when when I found out that this is the film they picked, I'd gone actually. There is a pretty, like, it's, 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 it's a pretty important scene, yeah, the Thanksgiving it's, scene. it's a reasonable case to make. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm kind of looking forward to it because it's been um, such a long time since I've seen this film because I was, uh, I was definitely not an adult when I watched these films. I was mm. um, a kid when they were on like British TV in the late 90s, mm. things like that. And um, I remember my connection to the Adams family is more through the cartoon series that was on yeah. in the 90s which i oh. think was spawned by these films yep. um they they did an animated series and it was it was funny as as a kid it was <laughs> it was a funny show i remember all these great um like spooky horror characters just being funny and like uncle fester putting light bulbs in his mouth and them lighting up and things like that so yeah i i've quite fond memories of it and i'm a little nervous if the film doesn't quite hold up mm. to it but fingers crossed fingers i mean crossed. i mean we watched it not too long ago um jason and i because mm. he had never seen her and he'd seen the first one and i was like no we, we've got to sit down tonight and watch the second one so um he really enjoyed it so okay. hopefully it holds up all right well shall we see if it holds up yes yes let's do uh, it let's, let's, let's do this okay for those of you at home pop on those dvds and prepare to carve that turkey as we watch the traditional thanksgiving film Adam's family values. I'm a turkey. Kill me. Welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching Adam's family values, and joining me we have Dudleda Murray Jackson. <laughs> Hello. And doodle da Dr. Carmen Miles. Carmen <laughs> uh, Dolly. Carmen Dolly. Sorry. That's I, okay. I, I took you back in time more than four yeah, years. Yeah, Carmen Jelinski. Jil- yeah, Carmen Jelinski. Yeah. yeah, the our very own Black Widow. Uh, Caramia. Yeah, Carmen Mia. Um, Murray, that was your first time watching Adam's mm. Family Values. What did you think? Frightening. No, it was, um, it was really fun. Mm. Um, I... Yeah, I, 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 I always thought, you know, a lot of these are based on uh, TV, although this, I guess, is originally based on a cartoon, actually. But um, we'll, we'll say based on TV series because the, the, the characters are uh, so familiar to us from that. Um, most of those sort of films are, are blimmin' awful, aren't they, normally? <laughs> um, they're a, 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 a faded attempt at trying to recreate magic in a bottle. Um but this is just fun. I don't think it sets out to be anything more than that. I think it just sets out to be um, an enjoyable guffaw at some, at times, really witty um, scripting. Mm. It is um, exactly that. It's, it's kind of the same feeling I had. And after about five minutes, I was just really relieved that I was like, no, this is exactly how I remember it, which is fun and fun because of how dark it is. What, like playing in that darkness like you know mm. they've mm. The, the sort of um the constant levels of threat which we know aren't threats like putting the baby in the guillotine and things <laughs> like that um is is what I, I always remember really enjoying as a kid about these films and about and about the animus family in general because it was 
silly uh, macabreness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And and, and the the actors are clearly having an absolute ball. Mm. Yeah, um, and that's what I love well. about this is they're just so obviously enjoying it mm. um, that it makes it just so much fun to watch. Yeah, um, and why wouldn't you? Like, I don't think there is a, a wasted character in this film. Like, like even though there's a lot of like quite small parts, mm. it never feels as though anybody is like, oh, I wish we saw more Lurch. Like, no, I think <laughs> I think they used everyone to like the right amount with the story they were telling. Um, how, how was it for you, Carmen, coming back to this after a couple of months, I guess? Yeah, it was good. It was. It's always a lot of fun, I think, to watch it with people who haven't seen it before because that's the past couple of times I have seen it. Mm. Um, so that's, that's always fun to see someone's reaction to it anew. I have very fond memories of seeing this as a kid in the cinema. Mm. Um, and I think I've said this to people before, but I was a very sensitive child. You know, I didn't like a lot of mm. um, sort of really graphic stuff in movies. Mm. Um, but this as a child was just like, like you say, that just fun level of macabre without actually having any sort of threat to it. Yeah. And I remember, you know, either hiring it out, out as a kid or, you know, taping it off the TV or something like that, because I'm sure we had a copy of it fairly regularly at home. Mm. And it was just one of those movies that we would watch quite a lot just because it was so um fun and not inoffensive but just fun and enjoyable and you know even as you got older it was still fun mm. so yeah I, I, yeah i think the thing that i really enjoyed about this 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 particular watching was um the fact that it's it's jokes um are dicey because of the subject matter but at no point does it ever feel like it's undermining anyone Yes, and I think that's a really clever balance that they've mm. they've got there. Mm. Is that it never feels as though like the the butt of the joke is because they're different. Like yes. the, the jokes that fall on Fester and all that physical comedy stuff are more because that's who Fester is. Like he yeah. is a, a, a rotting corpse <laughs> of a person, but it's never like oh you're this you know it's never this bad yeah. stuff is happening to you because you're weird. It's this stuff is happening to you because um, you're a clumsy character like yeah. I, I really yeah i just really liked that and i really liked that um that the way that they display that family unit as being quite a strong and in a way wholesome family unit mm. without adhering to um i'm gonna say traditional uh, american values of what the family unit is well i think that's where you know the title comes from is you know the whole family values thing because i think um, there's actually some interesting articles um, I was reading a couple of months ago about this and it was actually um, the film itself in some ways was actually meant to be sort of a rebuke of those George Bush era family values and you can see that a lot particularly in the summer camp scenes mm. where you've got you know all the conventional white blonde Christian people and yet somehow this weird dysfunctional family unit is more accepting and loving than the people who you traditionally associate with the family values, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, 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 did, I did kind of like that whole... Although they were very organised children, weren't they, mm. um, in terms of uh, organising their revenge? If you're going to burn uh, down a village, mm. it, yes. it takes a village. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you've really got really to get They've on been that. working for some time on mm. that setup. Uh, this, this film doesn't particularly have a massive amount of plot, um, and that... Is, is arguably a good thing because mm. again as, as Murray said this is a film that's all about just having fun and it feels as though they figured out a, a good 
a good couple of like strings of story to put set pieces in. Yeah. Mm. Um, like all the stuff with um, Wednesday and Pugsley trying to uh, harm baby pubert. <laughs> Uh, was fun to watch and you know like you know dropping a baby off the top mm. of the building well it's it's very much it's it's roadrunner and, and wily e. coyote isn't mm. it? yeah yeah um, very much but yeah i think you know that's probably a signature too of the director barry sonnenfeld because he went on to do men in black after this mm. oh yeah um so which once again you know is an, it's it's a nice um bunch of of set pieces without the, being Overly heavy on a on a uh, on a cohesive plot. Yeah, I you have Will Smith to go woo at the end of the scene, and then Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones just looks surly, and that's yeah. you just do that five or six times, and you got the film. It's just yeah, he basically uh, seems to focus on doing fun films that are fairly mm. tightly made, yeah, um, without too much wastage. Uh, but yeah, no, no great depth. But yeah, I really had a great time with the Black Widow storyline, though. In this one, um, the I guess because the last time I watched it, I was a kid. I didn't realize how good Joan Cusack was in this film. Oh, she's so good! Mm. Like I, re- I remember Debbie being like, "Oh, what a great villain!" But I don't remember specifically the performance yeah. and all the different sort of like open fibbing and asides that she's doing essentially to the audience. Mm. And um, and every performance in this is wonderful, but Joan Cusack's I think really does steal the show for the reasons you say, like just those wonderful ex- facial expressions he does. And mm. it's just, you know, the the little asides when Fester's back is turned and it's like, have you really never had sex or, you know, like anything like that? And mm. just the bit where the house blows up and she's just watching all the wreckage, like just hit the car and she's like, oh okay, all right, time to get out, and yeah. oh, feign, feign despair, and yeah, it's, it's yeah, wonderful. The, my husband was in that house officer, like, practicing <laughs> mm. in the mirror. Well, the, this whole film, really, it, 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 it is a bit like a 90-minute cartoon, isn't mm. it? Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a lot to do with picking actors who have that expressiveness that mm. can carry through that stuff. Because, you, you know, you try and follow this as a... As a, um, I don't know, as a, a sort of a, a singular narrative, it, it there's not as you were saying, Stephen. There's not much to it. Mm. Um, so it's yeah, it's all about setting up for the laugh, I suppose. But you've got to have some really skilled um, actors that can rise above that mm. fairly sketchy material and make something work out of it. So mm. given that pretty much everyone nailed it. Um, do you have a particular performance that stood out for you, Murray? Oh God, um, I I really like Christina Ritchie yeah. as as Wednesday. She she's delightfully macabre. Mm. Um, and it's a terrific performance from a you know from a child actor. Mm. Um, and I think she got some really positive feedback from the first film where she had a much smaller role and so they really expanded her role in this one mm. um, and she really does excel I agree with you yeah so uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll put her out there I mean Christopher Lloyd's just as usual manic um, self I really love Raul Julia mm. um, mm. but I, I wonder if that's tinged also by the fact that you know a, a year after this film was made that the poor guy was dead yeah um, but he was he's just such a uh, an expressive actor. Mm. He's, um, he, he's perfect for Gomez. Oh, and he just yeah. puts himself 100% into this. Mm-hmm. And I really love, um, particularly when, when Gomez gets very 
um, emotional. And so he gets very dramatic and you can see all of like Raul Julia's like Shakespearean stage acting <laughs> coming into him, like just declaring this like larger than life despair, which is so perfect for the character of Gomez, um, who who has his heart on his sleeve and probably several other people's hearts on his sleeve as well. Mm. He's just, he is out there. He is never hiding his emotions. Mm. Um, and I think that's a really interesting, the way they consciously that with Fester, who is someone who clearly loves his family but also like is is lonely and kind of has to learn who who he is to an extent like mm. who who his sort of where his true loyalties and loves lie and i thought it was just really great having gomez be so uh aspirational um for fester i thought they they balanced each other really nicely with the performances of of raul and christopher mm. yeah 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 um, but we, yeah, yeah, also John, Joan Cusack. I mean, um, I was saying to Carmen that she she plays a not a dissimilar role. The character's not as evil, mm. um, but is um, just very matter of fact and in, in uh, working in a very morally questionable way in Gross Point Blank, which wasn't made too many years after this. Mm. Um, and she, yeah, just delightful in the way that she has that expression that. Uh, basically says, um, yeah, you, you probably don't want to mess with her. Yeah. Um, Carmen, mm. can we talk about Angelica Houston for a second? We can. Um, she's really great. That's yeah, she's it. great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just feel as though um, one of the things that these films really nailed, which I think is part of the reason why they are still quite liked, is that relationship between Morticia and Gomez mm. um, as a really loving married relationship. Um, yes, and yeah. I think so much of that is is down to to the performances, but particularly because Morticia is so contained. I guess mm. is is the word. Like she's she's a uh, fairly opposite to Gomez, who is out and loud and then singing "Swing Low, Sweet Chariot" <laughs> when he's sad and dying in bed. Um, everything that she does is so centralized. Yeah, it's very subtle as mm. well. Just you get a raised eyebrow here and a flick of the mouth here and mm. it's, it's it's wonderful yeah um but yeah i think you're right i think um you know this it really is one of those films or one of those few films where the married couple is actually genuinely in love and not mm. you know bickering or you know regretting their marriage and yeah. ah, ha, ha, isn't that funny kind of thing mm. um which i think is is good and again it goes back to that family values mm. uh type idea um but yeah, I think that um, Angelica Houston is, is great in this as well. And yeah. I, I do admire her ability to act whilst also keeping her head so still that the lights could, uh, oh, could but, illuminate yeah. her eyes mm. in that particular way. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a great effect, but yeah, every shot it's there. And yeah. it's just like, God, that whoever was in charge of lighting this film must have just been like oh my god <laughs> how many shots is she in all of them ah <laughs> yeah um i think it is really interesting as well the the relationship between the the adams parents and the children as well it fitting very much into that thing of that sort of family dynamic feeling like it's it's quite strong mm. is the fact that um really the only tension and drama in this film has to come from outside the family unit yeah. And from pulling them apart. Um, and, you know, the fact that they send their kids off to summer camp because Debbie says it's what they secretly want to do in a ploy that 
you know, because she sees Wednesday as a threat. Mm. Um, I, I, I think it's really, I just think it's really interesting looking at them and going like, uh, looking at how they were portrayed in this film and then the fact that basically every other family that is shown is awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and different, different types of family structures, but predominantly yeah. they all fit into that um, late 80s, early 90s um, American nuclear family yeah. structure. Um, and, you know, you've got Joel with his parents who just constantly disappointed in their super allergic son and just so overbearing <laughs> and controlling of him yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously you have um most of the other uh parents have fitting very much into um just just that that I, the only word that comes ship to the mind, kids off to summer camp yeah. and forget them the yeah. only word that comes yeah. to mind is bad republican they're, they're <laughs> like that, 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 they, they are just like people who are like the types of people who are very uh, invested in sort of that part of the American society, like all the worst aspects of... Um, well, even Debbie the, yeah. obviously picked up on what her parents have said. Like, mm. he married the help? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah. The, I keep forgetting her name. Was it, was it Debbie? An- no, no, not Debbie. But, sorry. Um, um, uh, Amanda. 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 Sorry, yeah. Amanda. Yeah. Um, he married the help? Yeah. She, God. I mean, I remember as a kid not liking her <laughs> and it was all coming back watching this film it's veruca salt isn't it it's yeah it, but it's, it's for some reason it's worse than veruca salt because it was something about veruca i think compared to veruca salt this this amanda character just feels as though everything around her is being corrupted by it with but, Ver- but i think yeah. the thing is as well with amanda is that, that she's liked you know she's got the, all the friends and then you know the counselors like her and she skipped two grades at school and she's doing so well and mm. it's just it's again that kind of um as you say kind of bad mm. republican thing it's like it's she like is. a female gaston like, from she, she, the beast in a way she's going to grow um, up to be one of the heathers yeah mm. yeah absolutely um yeah very unlikable um as as are the camp counselors, <laughs> yes. Um, but but play and they love it so beautifully. Yeah. Like you you can tell that yeah the performers are having a great time. And I I just love that whenever Gary gets like he's trying to pep them up, he does a little jump and tucks like his legs up <laughs> and like so he's like doing the little like knees up jump and he's like okay campers. <laughs> and I was like this is this is so good. Yeah. This is they, they they really just dialed everything up. Yeah. That 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 bit extra so it felt car- cartoony in a good way as you said well, yeah. the, the whole thing this whole film succeeds solely on the basis of the energy that the performers put in mm. um and it's it's constantly up yeah mm. there's never a moment where the film drags um or you could argue that maybe towards the end maybe a, a little bit um when they're wrapping the whole thing up but um look the energy is just constant isn't it yeah. and and I think that's a really difficult thing to achieve sometimes in film. You know, you know, we've all acted on stage and I find it's, it's fairly straightforward on stage because you're following the narrative the whole time. You're getting caught up in the narrative arc and so mm. it's fairly easy to get that energy and keep that energy going. But when you're doing a, a film shoot where it's so interrupted and you're all over the place and, you know, you're sitting around for hours trying to get, you know, cameras and lights set up and then suddenly you've got to be on and acting immediately mm. at, you know, a moment's notice. That's a really difficult thing to do. Um, so I think it was a really um, very good... Uh, performance by all the actors to to have that and have that consistently but also the director um and to to coordinate all of that as well i think uh was was really admirable 
Mm. Uh, this is our Thanksgiving film, so we do need to talk about the Thanksgiving sequence. Mm. Uh, what did you think of it, Murray? Well, I did like the turkey costumes, as I said to <laughs> uh, as I said to, to Carmen. Um, in fact, yes, impressive all around what these kids can achieve at summer camp, really, isn't it? Out of mm. a few bits of material and uh, and so on. But um, no, all joking aside, um, yeah, look, it's. <laughs> they basically disassembled the entire Thanksgiving story of the kindly, um, uh, kindly uh, pilgrim, kindly pilgrim mm. with the uh, you know the the, the un- unabashed natives. Um, yeah, that, uh, wonderful. I, I I like macabre things, so um, I, I just like the fact that the whole thing became an entire shambles. Mm. Mm. I do like the dismantling of the subtle racism as well. You know, for some mm. reason, Pocahontas is at the original Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right? That, that's not a thing. No. Um, and then just all the, the jokes about, or I'd say jokes in inverted comments about, mm. um, you know, the, the uh, Native Americans and, you know, how they don't have shampoo or they mm. don't wear shoes and all the white Republicans laughing in the audience. And, mm. um, yeah, and so, suddenly the whole set's on fire and... You've got pies in your face, yes. and yeah, Wednesday's to your story. entire speech about you know, yeah. you, you've you've basically uh, raped our culture and uh, reduced us to uh, being peddlers of trinkets yeah. on the highway. We will scalp you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it feels kind of similar to the conversation we're having uh, in Rabbit Proof Fence to a certain extent. But um, mm. yeah, it was a nice um a nice subverting of that. And I think um, you know, as a kid, that was probably the first time that I really was exposed to racial injustice in an American context, I think, mm-hmm. looking back. Um, so that is good in that way as well. So happy Thanksgiving, happy everybody. Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but actually, in, in all seriousness, I, I think this is, again, quite quite seminal. Because for me, again, I, I, as a child watching this, would have never really thought about things like... Um, racial injustice or even like you know um, attempted genocides mm. um i i lived in england in rural <laughs> england i lived in a beatrix potter novel where we were like right in the eye of the storm uh, culturally speaking of um of of the mass um rape and pillage of other cultures around the world uh don't really talk about it too much there um it's certainly not in the 1990s um so it was kind of like my first exposure to anything like that um and i guess yeah as a as a kid, I was like, "Oh, I guess that makes sense." That's horrifying. Yeah, but that, it, the, yeah. I think that one of the, the the other things, or one of the charms about this film, is that sort of thing. You didn't have to pick that up as a kid. That could have flown mm. straight over your head. Um, but the the adults in the audience would have probably laughed mm. in mm. A, in an ironic way. Um, and that's one of the charms of this film is it's pitched not just at kids. It's it's mm. there for it's a family film. It's a true family film. Yeah. Go mm. along as a family, mm. watch this film, have a fun time, everybody. Mm. Instead of, you know, um, we're off to, to see, you know, Charlotte's Web and the adults are going, Okay, well, I guess I'll sit through this for an hour and a half. I mean, mm. there's a lot more jokes about sex in this than I remember. Mm. I remember yeah, the, there's a lot of sex I remember jokes. the original <laughs> sex joke of, you know, when they're in the, the hospital and the little girls there going, and the angel tells the stork and the stork mm. puts a diamond under a tree and yada 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 and then Wednesday obviously just turns and goes, My parents had sex, essentially. Um but there's a lot more of them. Like I yeah. like I love that one at the end where Festa's like, I can't 
remember why I left this family in the first place. And Wednesday says something like... Physical pleasure. Yeah, physical yeah. pleasure. And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it but was it's not fun. laid on with no. a trowel. It's, it's, it's there as a laugh line and it's left. So mm. it's not dwelt on. And mm. that's why I think, you know, a film like this... Um, it, obviously, it's not for, for very little kids. But, you know, this is something that mum and dad could take their 12-year-old to. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think it still holds up. It, I was really impressed with um, the effects for Thing, the hand that runs mm. around. Um, because even though there are certain shots where you can you see the technique that has been done, it doesn't look... Um, weird or broken yeah um, like when he's doing his little skateboard tricks on the roller skate mm. I was like that, that holds up like that that holds up the, the you know where you see the the end of his hand I it's not really a, it's kind of a stump but I don't know if you can really call it a stump the way it kind of is just a very clean cut uh, finish but um it, it worked really well and like when he's doing the the arm wrestling with Gomez as well yeah uh, it, it, like it, it all worked it's probably one of the last effects films that, um, or films that has a, a fair degree of effects work in it that was all in camera mm. prior to CGI. This came out the same year as Jurassic Park, and Jurassic Park's what I see as being the watershed there in terms of, oh, we're going from in camera effects to CGI. Yeah. So, yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner in, in regards to that because it always looks better if it's in camera. Yeah. Mm. Um, any any particular moments, I guess, then, before we uh, move on to a quite short trivia section? Uh, just going to flag that up. Not a lot of trivia about this film. But um, any, any particular moments from this film that, that stood out to you as a first-time viewer, Murray, as being like, now that is funny, or that is a great moment? I, I just found that, I, I, not specifically, Stephen, I found a lot of the lines, I'm sorry to disappoint you in that regard, um, but I found a lot of the lines were just laugh-out-loud lines. Mm. It was just mm. a lot of irony in there that, that you... It set it up for that gag, but you still laughed because mm. it was so well delivered. Um, I just like the pace, generally speaking, as a whole. I just love the pace of this film. It never le- lets your your mind wander. You're always engaged, mm. and there's you know always something great to see on screen. I I, I give a, a big rap to, to Christina Ritchie. I, I was looking forward to watching her whenever she appeared on screen. She's brilliant as Wednesday. Um, everyone's great in this film. Uh, once again, Raul Julia, um, uh, Joan Cusack, the, the whole cast are all great. But <laughs> there's just something about this... <sighs> This morose child that I just every time I like put her on the screen. I it, love it. It spoke to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What, what about you, Carmen? I mean, I I love this whole film, and I I love um I do love the bit where Joan Cusack blows up the house. That's great. Um, I think my favorite bit though was just that stupid bit where she's in the bar with all the men and they're just singing macho men. And then she's like, oh, I've got to go. You know, it's my anniversary. And they're like, okay. And then they like, keep singing the song to like the old uh, waitress who's clearly had just had enough of yeah. their crap and is just like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I, also I, the fact I love that, that bit. It's Tony Shalhoub. It's Tony is, Shalhoub, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's great. Um, I, I agree. I think the, the like just really snappy lines um, are great. Um, I think the one that really stood out for me on this viewing was, was when the Adams went to confront... Debbie in her mm. house 
And they're like, you know, give me back my brother. And Morticia's line of, you've enslaved him. You've placed Fester under some sort of strange sexual spell. I respect that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was just, it was so great. And, yeah. and also the curse that Granny does. Yeah. Carol Kane just having a great yeah. time. It's like, it's just a curse. Have a nice day. And I love that line. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the kiss. The pastels. <laughs> yes. Get out of my, my house. house. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's a great and a very quotable film. Very yes, funny. It's great. Lurch. Did you bake the cake before, well, before oh, yes. or after she got in? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there's just, again, they, they play with that macabre and they do it really, really beautifully. Uh, would you guys like a little bit of trivia about Adam's family values? Oh, yes. just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Okay, uh, all of this trivia is sourced from IMDb, so if it's not true, I don't blame me. Um, as we have already said, Adding more than just makeup to the character, Morticia Adams always is lit separately from everyone else in the scene. Uh, her lighting consisted of one beam of light across her eyes that gradually fades outwards to enhance the classic look. Um, mm. So, yeah, just some poor lighting rigor is just like, that's your job for the next, like, nine months. Just get this this strip of Angelica Houston has to be a bit more illuminated mm. than everything else. But it's very effective. Yeah. Well, I would also say it must have been annoying for her as well, just to have mm. this beam of light shining constantly in her eyes while she's trying to act. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And maybe the dance sequence, she didn't have to yeah, as much. Maybe. And she was like, just like, oh, thank goodness, just spin me around <laughs> a couple of times. Um, yeah. But I, I, I really loved it, um, even as, um, as noticeable as it felt this time. Um, Carol Kane, who plays Grandmama, is a year younger than Angelica Houston. Mm. Um, which, as a, if I'd found that as a kid, I would have been like, "What?" Because <laughs> she's so old. Like the, the, the stuff they've done to mm. make Carol Kane. She look plays old well, grandma. though, because she, yeah. she she played old in Princess Bride she as did, well. Yeah. So yes, yes, I forgot about that. Mm. Um, but, but she wasn't actually in the first one. It was um, another actress who I think then passed away between the first and the second one so oh, they got okay. Carol Kane so I don't actually think she's in the first one okay mm. but I mean she's very good oh she's wonderful yeah, yeah she's wonderful um, the only other bit of trivia I have it relates to a moment in the film um, that did make you make a, a funny noise Murray which was um, the when they're in the the cabin of wholesomeness <laughs> and there's a poster of uh, Michael Jackson oh yes um, now, yeah <laughs> Michael Jackson was signed on to write and perform a song for the film soundtrack uh, it wasn't the excellent rap we heard. Mm. Oh, <laughs> out of family, there it is. is. <laughs> just, just not Which good. I'm sure itself has been ripped off from something else, which I can't recall. But anyway, it, it must have been. But yeah, the, yeah. If you needed a reminder that this thing came out in the 1990s, That's the credits it. music yes. is absolutely it. Um, so yeah, Michael Jackson was uh, going to be performing a song for the film soundtrack and uh, was going to promote it with a video. Although he finished the song. Con- contractual difficulties coupled with the child molestation allegations made against Jackson at that time resulted in the song being dropped from the soundtrack and the video was never filmed. The song, titled Is It Scary, was later included in Jackson's 1997 Blood on the Dance Floor History in the Mix album and is also used in his short film Ghosts from 1996. Well, there we go. Mm. But yes, uh, MJ... um, didn't end up being as big a part of this film mm. as he could have been. And it does make me wonder, though, whether or not that, that joke of Joel screaming at a Michael Jackson poster was written and performed before he was dropped or after. Yeah. Because it works in both contexts. Mm. But I, I, it's, yeah. it's very ironic. Yeah. Very ironic. Yeah. 
I think a lot of people, as I hinted at before, might not actually realise that Adam's family um, is not originally the the 60s TV series. Mm. It's the Charles Adams um, cartoon, which I can't remember which daily periodical it appeared in. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's gone from cartoon to TV series to to movie mm. to animated series. So <laughs> they've been through the gamut. They've they've wrung a lot out of Adam's family over the years. And there was another film of it just recently, a CGI yeah. animated yeah. film. And uh, there's a, a musical now as well. Yes, which uh, starred uh, a certain Nathan Lane. Oh, uh, I did too. Yeah, yeah, who was in this film there as the go. cop, That's the very right. sarcastic cop, mm. like, no, yeah, go up. what. He's married and she's keeping him away from you, <laughs> creeps. What what a surprise. <laughs> yeah, no, he played Gomez. Oh, there's a bit of a trivia for you as yeah. well. He, been, you he would have been great as Gomez too. Well yeah. done. Mm. Yeah. But yes, um, all that remains for us to do is to score the film. Um, mm. And of course, on this very special Thanksgiving Day episode, uh, Murray, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to ask you for your score. I'm going to ask for you what you were thankful for uh, from this film. Uh, mm. So what would you give it out of 10? Out of 10? Okay. Um, look, this is a solid, um, fun family feature, which I normally hate with a vengeance. <laughs> I'll find any way to pick on them. I'm the guy who who really uh, picked on um, Wizard of Oz. And I, I think I also threw a few barbs in with Babe. Mm. Um, but I, I find this hard to to um, tear anything down. Um, so I'm going to give this a solid seven and a half caramias. Very nice. And um, yes, anything you're thankful for this year while well, we're on the thankful? thankful what I'm thankful for this year is... Um, Oh, I, I, I think just being able to, to be in a state where we've enjoyed for the majority of the year the capacity to do pretty much anything we damn well please, mm. um, as opposed to a lot of uh, desperately unfortunate people elsewhere. So um, I've got to be thankful about that. Indeed. Uh, Carmen, uh, what score would you give this film out of 10? Uh, so this is always fun. It just it, it stands up well to multiple viewings. Uh, I'm going to give it 8... Malibu Barbies out of 10. Mm. We wanted Solid ballerina story. Barbie. <laughs> Graceful, yeah. elegant. Um, and I just love the way she's like stamping as she yeah. says that. It's just fantastic. Uh, what, what are you thankful for this year, Carmen? Um, I'm thankful that most people in our current circumstances seem to be taking the right approach of adopting masks when necessary, washing hands, not panic buying, Um Please, if you're celebrating Thanksgiving this year, please do so on a small scale so that you can enjoy a big, normal Thanksgiving next year. Mm. That is what I will say. Yes, um, that is that is a very good message to have. Um, I, would, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, I had a great time. And <clears throat> I have to give it um, seven and a half tradable serial killer cards out of ten. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just missing two. Jack the Ripper and that Zodiac guy. Um, yeah, it is it is a really fun film. Um, and it's it's exactly the right length. It, it retains so much of that, 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 that otherworldly, um, just cartoonishness, but, but in the best possible way. Performances are great, um, and it is a real pleasure to watch. 
um, and, and come back to this one. So, yeah, an excellent Thanksgiving choice, everybody. Um, and, and for anything I'm thankful for this year, um, obviously I got married earlier this year, so I'm thankful I no longer have to plan a wedding. That is <laughs> that is the main thing I'm thankful that for. That is a big thing to be thankful for. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but I'm also going to back up uh, everything that Murray and Carmen said. Um, yeah, I'm very thankful we live in a part of the world that has been largely unaffected by um the the events of, of 2020 touch wood touch that wood um and yeah hopefully um going forward um we will be able to as carmen says continue being diligent wash those hands and be thankful for a great deal of other things indeed mm. yeah be thankful for hand sanitizer i think that's also an important <laughs> one uh but yes um that is all for this episode so uh murray and dr carmen thank you so much for joining me on this episode oh it was thank a you, pleasure i'm just so sad i waited 27 years to watch this film i'm glad you did because it meant i got to watch it with you oh, thank and you. i really thank enjoyed you, your reactions <laughs> uh for those of you listening at home thank you so much for listening in hey uh people who are celebrating thanksgiving we hope you have a really lovely uh, thanksgiving whatever the circumstances are that you uh, are able to celebrate it in um if you are in want of um maybe some other non-thanksgiving themed episodes of the cinema catch-up club to go and listen to we've got a fairly big back catalogue um we're, we're we're coming up on four years of this program which scared me to learn the other day <laughs> when i went we what four years yep in a few months it will be four years um, so if you want to go back and listen to close to 200 episodes of us reviewing different films, sure, go for it. Like, pl- please do. Uh, go to uh, Cinema Catch-Up Club um, on iTunes or SoundCloud or Spotify. You can subscribe. You can listen to them. Um, we haven't done any of the other Adams Family films so far, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure if we did the first one, you, you would both be interested potentially in coming yeah. back and having a look. Well, yeah. this one's better, but yeah, I'll always watch the first one. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the first one either. Okay, so when that one uh, pops up, uh, that might be in the future. But for now, go back, listen to some old ones. Uh, we also have a Patreon if you want to become a member there, get some extra bonus goodies. Uh, just search for us over at patreon.com forward slash podcast and subscribe for as little as a dollar a month and as many as as many dollars a month as you want to give. It is entirely up to you. Uh, and we're very thankful for that. And, of course, there is our Facebook page. Uh, you can find us there by searching for the Cinema Catch-Up Club on Facebook, get all sorts of bonus updates, pictures of animals that are occasionally on the podcast as well, things like that. Um, just search for us over there. But that is all for this week. So until next time, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye for now. I'm a turkey. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs>